Hey everyone, it's Alan Schimmel, DevOps.com, Security Boulevard, Container Journal, and we're listening in on another DevOps chat. Uh, today's chat is a lot about IoT security. I am joined by Mike Nelson, who happens to be the Vice President of IoT uh, Security over at DigiCert. Mike, welcome. Hey Alan, it's good to be with Mike. you today. Absolutely. Mike, did I get your title right? You got it. Perfect. So, Mike, you know, we're discussing a, a new survey you guys just released the results on, a state of IoT security survey 2018. And, um, you know, it, frankly, though there's a God knows there's enough surveys in the world, I haven't seen many on IoT security. So let's, well, I, I have some questions on it, but before I jump into my questions, let's, let's kind of level set with our audience what was the survey about? When was it conducted? Why are you doing it? Yeah, thank you. So, um, yeah, earlier this year, we conducted a survey. Um, the intent was to find out kind of the current state of IoT security, uh, what organizations are doing with it, what their concerns are, um, and what their challenges are. And um, we reached out to a large uh, group, and we had over 700 resp uh, responses. Um, our target audience was really um, the IoT verticals, critical infrastructure, so industrial, consumer, healthcare, transportation, and we had you know an equal division of respondents from each of those verticals. Uh, and the respondents were also global, um, had a global footprint. Uh, the most important thing, though, is that the respondents all had um, one of two things: one, responsibility for securing an IoT device within their organization, or two, the responsibility to secure the data being generated and transmitted to or from the device. And so really, I think the respondents, and you know, not all of them were, you know, security engineers, we had some man, you know, uh, leadership level respondents, but all of them had responsibility for the security of connected devices. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, I always, I, I've done a fair amount of these myself, Mike. I, big picture, what do you think were the kind of three biggest takeaways from this? Yeah. Well, I think, you know, a lot of, as you said, there are tons of surveys that are out there and you and I both know because of the work that we do, IOT is important and we don't need a survey to tell us that, but it's confirming to know the importance of IOT for organizations. And I think, you know, um, one of the important things that take away from me are the areas where organizations are looking to gain the most benefit from IoT. And our survey concluded that uh, there were four categories, operational efficiency, uh, enhancement of customer experience, generating new uh, revenue opportunities, and then finally business agility. And I think that's a, a that's a, you, you know, it's, it's interesting to see the areas where they feel they're gonna be able to leverage uh, IoT the most. Um, another really interesting finding is you kind of dig in and peel the onion back of this study was the efficacy of security practices. Uh, from what I see on, and you've probably seen this as well, but you have two types of organizations, those that are acting and those that have their head in the sand. And, you know, a lot of times I, I always say that organizations put money towards something for two reasons. One, because they're having pain or two, because there's significant opportunity. And, you know, we've seen organizations that have dealt with breaches or had security incidents spending money to improve their security posture. But those that haven't, 
it's really interesting to see um, their reluctance or their hesitation to really jump in. And, uh, you know, we, we um, applaud those that do, but what this survey pointed out um, is the organizations that are actually doing a good job with security. They're doing basic things like encryption, authentication, um, risk assessment. So before they deploy their products, they're doing penetration testing, uh, making sure that their security approaches are scalable. Um, organizations that are doing those things are far better off than those that have their head in the sand. And this survey highlights a handful of those um, uh, of those benefits. For example, let me just, Alan, let me just point to a few of them. Um, organizations that were, um, that rated in our top tier, which is their organizations that are actually doing a good job with security, um, they had, they reported 12% of them had reported data breaches, while organizations that were struggling with security reported 70%. And when I say struggling, we categorized our two, uh, we categorized the respondents into to three categories, top tier, middle tier, and bottom tier. The top tier organizations that are actively putting in place best practices, the bottom tier are the ones that really have their head in the sand and aren't doing much. And so if you're a leader of an organization, you're saying, well, is it gonna be worth the investment? Well, 70% of those that are not doing anything have experienced a data breach compared to 12% of the ones that have. Um, that's another, just a, an important takeaway is that, you know, while it might be hard to put an ROI, a specific ROI number on the investment in security, those things are working and they're protecting, you know, I mean, the difference between malware, 15% of the top tier compared to 70% of the bottom tier experienced malware. That's just a dramatic difference to show that those organizations that aren't doing anything are being hit. Um, the last thing I would point to is the monetary damage. Um, the bottom tier organizations, um, 25% of the bottom tier reported that they had $34 million or more in costs incurred within the past two years from IoT security mishaps. $34 million for IoT um, mishaps. And those uh, that, that money came from the following five areas, monetary damages, loss of productivity, legal and compliance penalties, reputational loss, and then uh, impact on their stock price. And so, you know, you look at it, Alan, and it's like, if I'm an, if I'm an executive at an organization trying to decide whether or not to spend money on security, well, you look at the impact, 25% spending more than $34 million over two years to respond to a security incident related to IoT. Um, that's a big number. And, um, you know, it, it, it's shocking the, the difference in the results that we have between the top tier and the bottom tier. And it really just highlights the fact that the things the top tier organizations are doing are working. And that was a, that was a long answer to, you, to your question. No, no, but it was good. I mean, and, and it, so let me, let me give you my shimmy take on this, right? I, I, I hear what you're saying, I, and I look at it, again, this way. Number one, I don't think at this point in the game anyone can seriously argue that the numbers around IoT are staggering. Right. The amount right. of devices. I mean, just in my in my own home, 
I recently, I was with the kids and I was trying to explain to them how IP numbers work. And we made a list of all the devices and IP addresses we're using just in my house. You know, and what I'm using in my house, I used to use in my hosting business, you know, 20 years ago, 25 years ago. You know, it, 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 it's staggering that we're up near 100 because I have every light now with, you know, has its own unique. And so it, it's nuts. But so, you know, and, and that's just residential. We're not talking commercial IoT and, and devices by the hundreds of thousands and how many are in your car and everything else. So I don't think anyone can seriously argue the numbers. Number two, as someone who's been in security for a long time, right, it, it bears out something that I always believe in, which is security is security is security, and you can't leave your common sense at the door. Doing common sense type, you know, block and tackle basic security, whether it be on IoT devices or or servers or containers or in the cloud or whatever, common sense block and tackle, just the basics often. It goes a long way. Yeah, you can get fancy and get very specific to IoT or cloud or, or all of these different areas. But if you, if you just take the time and do the basics, you're, you, you're more than halfway there, right? Yeah, Number two. yeah it's interesting you say that. Um, one of the questions we asked the uh, respondents were, what are the things that you're doing that are leading to the greatest success? And as I read this list, Alan, you'll roll your eyes because it's, as you said, it's the basic blocking and tackling of IoT security. Encryption of sensitive data, that's both at rest and in transit, right? Um, yep. Ensuring integrity through things like digital signatures. Um, securing over-the-air updates. You know, with connected devices, of course, OTA is a critical aspect of that and making sure that they have the ability to do things like code signing and making sure that all of those updates are done in a secure way. Um, scalability of your security measures. That's a really interesting one with the growth that organizations are pointing to the scalability of their solutions because they know how fast the number of devices are growing. And organizations are pointing to that scalability as one of the things that they're doing that it's enabling them to be successful. So you're absolutely right. It's that basic blocking and tackling. It's the encryption. It's the integrity through authentication and code signing and things like that. And uh, the last one they mentioned was secure key storage, right? I mean, yeah. those are things that all of us in security were like, yeah, you can't compromise on those things. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so, you know, when we look at this 3,000 security companies in the world, and, and I, I always get asked, well, what's new? What's new? What's new? There's plenty new, but we don't even do what's old good first, right? We need to do, we need to do some of that. And then, you know, Eric, the last area, Mike, I wanted to mention was, and, and this comes more, you know, around with the DevOps stuff I'm involved in. And, it, you know, if you look at the, like, the state of DevOps reports that the folks at Dora and Nicole Forsgren and Jez Humble are putting out and Puppet over the last couple of years, increasingly we're seeing a gap between the, the haves and the have-nots, the doers and the do-nots, mm -hmm. right? High-performing IT organizations who take security seriously, 
yes, it, it's it's hard to do ROI of security and all that stuff. And I've been arguing that for 25 years, but it, you can look at organizations who have high performing IT organizations and look at metrics such as how many vulnerabilities they deal with, how fast they recover from them, how what what losses they suffer from breaches, how profitable they are, how much so how often they update their software, right? Customer satisfaction numbers. And and the the proof is in the pudding, right? Yep. Those, those low those low performers, if don't if they don't get their act together, you know they're not going to be performing at all at some point. Exactly. Let me let me just give you a few stats uh, just to to hammer in what you said. So, uh, one of the questions was negative impacts. Um, what negative impacts have you had? And if you compare the top to the bottom, fourteen percent of the top tier, the organizations that you're describing, who are doing a good job. 14% experienced loss of productivity due to security incidents, while 60% of the organizations that are not doing anything experience loss of productivity. Monetary damages, 5% of the top tier compared to 59% of the bottom tier. Uh, loss of reputation or reputational damage, 3% of the top tier compared to 43% of the bottom. And so, I mean, those numbers are shocking in the difference between those who are doing and those who are not doing. Yeah. And 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 the gulf widens, right? If if you don't, because it's 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 not like you could flip a switch and catch up in a day, yep. right? It's 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 almost cultural where you need to implement these programs, and and so the gulf continues to widen, and you you really do wind up with the haves and the have-nots, the high performers, the low performers, and then within the high performers, you'll see strata of yet even you know highest performers versus high performers. Yep. But still those gaps are much smaller than the gap between the high and, and the and the and the bottom tier folks, if you will. Yep. So Mike, great, great survey. What, you know, for organizations who are look, I, they're all confronting IoT at some level. What what's what what should they do now? What what's the single biggest thing for them to start doing? Yeah, I think it's um, a couple of things. The first is they need to build security into their product lifecycle and in, into the DNA of their organization. So when you're designing and you're architecting a solution, make sure you're thinking about security. When you're testing, make sure you have requirements to test for cybersecurity. Bring in outside organizations to do penetration testing, and make sure you understand the risk of your devices. And then once you do that, put in place the basic, as you said, blocking and tackling approaches. Do encryption. Authenticate every connection. Ensure the integrity of the data that's going to and from the device. Um, those are basic things that go a long ways to protect your organization. And, you know, Alan, uh, on a personal level for organizations, I mean, as you look at organizations starting to use this data for more strategic decisions and to help them to understand what to do to be more efficient as a business. Or if you look at it on the healthcare side, I'm a, I'm a type one diabetic and I have uh, a connected device on my, on my arm and my cute little four-year-old we were talking about earlier has the same thing. She was diagnosed a year ago and wears a little patch. When it becomes personal to you as an organization or to you as a consumer, it, the security and the integrity of that data becomes so critical. I mean, 
if I take the example of my daughter, every five minutes I get a glucose reading on my phone that tells me what her levels are. If that reading comes in and tells me her blood sugar is 300 and it's really 100 and I administer her insulin to correct that, that's a catastrophic result from lack of integrity. I mean, mm-hmm. I become dependent on these devices for life and for business operations. Uh, it will become personal for these organizations and for people very quickly. And as soon as that does, I believe that we'll, we'll see a dramatic in, in increase in uh, some of these practices that we've talked about and that the survey shows are leading organizations to be successful and to, to prevent the damages that are happening to those that aren't acting. Uh, absolutely. And Mike, I, I'm, you know, I'm sorry that it's a personal situation for you, but I don't think anything illustrates it better than that. Yeah. In, in a lot of cases, I mean, we're talking glucose. We have the same thing with pacemakers and, and yep. other monitoring and, and health care stuff. It is it's life and death in a lot of things. And, and you know, the, you want to talk about mission critical? This is pretty mission critical, right? And so, you know, we, 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 hope, we hope that that kind of mission criticality nature of it gets through to people and they understand why this, this just, you know, has to be the way it is. Mike, as I, as I mentioned before we get started, the time here goes quickly and we're, we're almost out of time. We didn't even talk about your company though, or I know you you did the survey just real quickly, give our audience a little background. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Alan. Uh, DigiCert is uh, the largest certificate authority uh, globally. Uh, We're the largest trust company and we provide uh, public key infrastructure solutions. And that is for enterprises and also for IoT. And so in the IoT space, we provide digital certificates that authenticate connections. Um, We have private and public certificates. Um, So they authenticate connections, they open up encrypted tunnels so data can be transmitted uh, in a sensitive and uh, confidential way. And then we also have um, solutions like code signing and other things to ensure the integrity of updates, the integrity of data, making sure that those things are in place. Great. And, and, you know, we we tend to think of certificates around websites and stuff like that, but, you know, they really play a critical role here in the IoT space. Yeah, you're exactly right. And it's been the backbone of internet security for years and years. And it's a it's a proven solution. It's not snake oil. Public key infrastructure is something that's been around for a long time. Um, and, you know, we've been deploying IoT certificates uh, for, for decades for things like fax machines and ATMs. Um, and with the rapid growth, that technology is now emerging. Public key infrastructure is merging as a very critical security uh, component in the IoT security picture. Absolutely, absolutely. Mike, for people who want more information about DigiCert or maybe want to grab a copy of the uh, of the survey findings and report, wh- where can they go? Yeah, so uh, it will be made available uh, tomorrow on the DigiCert website, so people can go to uh, www.cert.com and there'll be uh, there will be links there that can direct them to find the results of the study. And for those who may not be listening to this today and don't know what tomorrow is, that's around, it'll be out around November, was it 14th? 14th, that's right. 2018. So you can get it there on the DigiCert site then. And, and of course, you go to DigiCert anywhere, uh, you know, anytime to get good 
good information there. Well, Mike, I think that's going to really kind of wrap up our time for today. Excellent survey, great findings, and and really bringing it home, right? I mean, oftentimes these things are kind of pie in the sky and abstract, but it, it, it it's a good reminder to show how these things really do affect each and every one of us almost, almost on a daily basis. So um, I appreciate you coming on. Thanks to DigiCert for uh, doing the survey. And we'll we'll check in with you guys again. We usually check in at least a couple times a year. So we'll have you on again soon and Great. find out what's happening. Thanks, Alan. Enjoyed being with you. Thank you. This is Alan Schimmel for DevOps.com, Security Boulevard, Container Journal. You've just listened to another DevOps chat. <laughs> <laughs>